0: Six thirty, Chad afternoons with Jalen Nye weekdays at two on Six Thirty, Chad. It's been in operation for more than one hundred and forty years, but now the end is near for Northlands. It is winding down operations, and as you heard Eileen mention, will formally ha- formally hand over the reign of K Days and Farm Fair to Explore Edmonton on July. 5th. The organization already manages the Edmonton Expo Center and was asked by the city last year to collaborate with Northlands to deliver the events in a financially sustainable way. Northlands Peter Mayle says after more than 140 years, it is the end of an era. Northlands helped build our community and create memories that have lasted many lifetimes. This left an indelible mark on Edmonton
1: and will always be a treasured part of the city's history. We are all proud of the legacy of our organization, a legacy that truly belongs to the dedicated staff, the tireless volunteers who have sustained our plans for almost
0: a century and a half. Explore Edmonton is a city of Edmonton tourism and venue management organization. Maggie Davidson is the interim CEO. Hi, Maggie. Welcome to 630Chad. Thank you, Jalen. Nice Good to be here. Nice to have you today. It must be a bit of a bittersweet day. It's a, a huge chapter in Edmonton's book coming to a close, but another set to be written. Where's your head out? Head at with you know today's announcement.
1: Well, we've been in conversations with both the city of Edmonton and Northlands for quite a period of time now, and. Um, On one side of the coin you know very excited to be gifted these events to take them into the future Mm -hmm. and um, quite sad actually that this is you know this will mark the ends of Northlands as a as an organization so uh, and we have tremendous uh, respect for the organization and they've been very very helpful in helping you know the transition be easy and um, they've been very supportive so um, it's been um It's been a good, if you will, uh, conversation, negotiation, and uh, everybody is on side to make sure that we make both of these events sustainable going into the future.
0: Well, I want to talk to you about that coming up in just a moment, but I am curious to know about uh, what is going to happen for uh, employees of of Northlands. Uh, What can you tell us about that? Well, um,
1: not too much. Obviously, with respect to the employees of Northlands, we're still having conversations with them as to uh, who will join our organization. So um, uh, we are going through those conversations right now, but that's all I can say at the moment.
0: Okay, I respect that. And, of course, volunteers. Volunteers help make so many events possible, and I suspect that uh, you'll be in contact with them in the near future as well.
1: Absolutely, yes. Um, You know, our volunteers or Northland's volunteers are very important to us and we'll be reaching out to ask them to... uh you know, provide the same dedication and passion to explore Edmonton as it relates to these two events. So we're looking forward to those discussions.
0: Let's take a, a look at K Days next year. Um, I know uh, there there's going to be a reimagination of what uh, K Days and Farm Fair might look like, what it could look like. You you said today um, that it needs to be nothing short of spectacular. So when we're talking nothing short of spectacular. Maggie. I'm curious to know what uh, what you envision for the event next year.
1: So for K-Days in particular, there's been lots of groundwork done by Northlands on some really innovative and cool ideas to sort of refresh K-Days. Every festival, you know, runs its course and um, Peter and Northlands were working on on sort of that refreshment and we'll continue to do that. Um, and. Uh, you know, fingers crossed, we'll bring you a, uh, a days with um, some of the traditional stuff that everybody loves, but some new
0: and innovative stuff as well. But the plan is definitely for go next year.
1: Uh, given that we're out of the COVID pandemic, yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> good. I know a lot of folks uh, are, are happy to hear that. Okay, let's talk about farm fair. I mean, boy, oh boy, I mean, what a what a history in uh, in this city, and I'm, I'm curious to know you know how do you build that back how do you you know um you know reinstate maybe some of that that the grandness that that was once around that
1: well we certainly have the support of um, all of the beast producers and uh, we had a meeting with them yesterday they're quite excited to be working with us to uh, you know to rethink the competition and um and how that side of the uh, event plays out. Um, we've also uh, been working on the possibility of bringing back the rodeo to Edmonton, which is um, well in the works. And uh, and there's some other opportunities for us too. I mean. Um, your colleague just said that in the agricultural space, we don't think of it very often as being high tech, but you know, there are specific um, technologies in the ag space. So bringing in ag tech, bringing in agri-foods, um, and all the new innovative stuff that's happening in uh, our agricultural communities is will be one of our focuses for sure.
0: I just uh, my ears perked up when you said you're looking at bringing back uh, a rodeo and and uh, and, uh, and you said talks are underway on that. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Um <laughs> <laughs> You're going to spoil all the
1: surprises, Jalen. Well, obviously, when we lost CFR to Red Deer, that was a big loss for both Farm Fair International and for Edmonton as a community. And, um, you know, we've long since been sort of exploring opportunities around having a rodeo back. Uh So um, what I will tell you is those conversations are going really well. And um, we'll, uh, we'll run a rodeo sort of in... Late summer, early fall, it may not necessarily align directly with Farm Fair this year um, just because of the circuits that the athletes, um, you know, currently sort of compete on. But um, this year will be a bit of a test and then we'll start to sort of merge all of those events back into a farm fair international so uh, we're excited about where that's
0: going so Maggie, you're telling us all to stay tuned for more information well we look forward <laughs> to hearing about that before i let you go i am wondering what will be done to, to capture some of the important pieces of the Northland's history and legacy. You know, um, I, when you talk about what originated in 1879, being such a huge part of so many amazing events for so many years, are there plans in the work to, i don't know is can you can you archive some things can you do like uh, I, I don't know uh, pictures whatever are, are there plans in place to capture some of that and and make sure that we have that for the future
1: absolutely yes and um we did a tour actually of some of those um treasures if you will some of that memorabilia and there's some really cool stuff that uh, we want to bring out of storage and um, and put on display to help tell the story of Northlands and how important it's been to you know the community and and to
0: Edmontonians
1: so we're getting quite excited about you know going in there and dusting a few things <laughs> off and bringing them out for all to enjoy
0: all right maggie davison joining me this afternoon the interim ceo of explore edmonton lots of work ahead maggie for you and your team thanks for joining me this afternoon i appreciate your time oh have a great day yeah, you too we'll talk to you again soon all right so think about it eh? northlands origin 1879 first as a livestock and farm exhibition it evolved and it evolved and it evolved and then we saw you know k days we saw klondike days at, at one point whatever you wanted to call it how you know it farm fair international uh we saw you know i mean the coliseum the Oilers, right, the home of that, we say, remember, remember the, all of the controversy that happened with that, with Peter Pockling, Pocklington through that, um, you know, when the team, uh, you know, was there, and him wanting a better deal. You take a look at the history of Northlands itself, the organization, the board, uh, you take a look at the names who have been on that board, really movers and shakers in this community for, you know, well over a century but we also know that when uh, the oilers moved to rogers place took all the concerts with it hockey with it northlands ended up losing a, a big hunk of income